You have no idea how much you are appreciated right now. Like genuinely, I thank you so much for accepting your invite on whatever you received it on, whether I inboxed it to you on Facebook or Instagram, or if I sent it to you uh, in a, a message, okay, uh, straight to your uh, phone number, or even if you saw a post and said, let me see what she's talking about. Oh my goodness, you have no idea. I really appreciate you guys. I am one who I've always been a mouthpiece, right? For those of you that know me, how many of you guys told me my mouth was going to get me in trouble, huh? All right, so you guys already know, you know what I mean? But I understand that um, you were exactly right. My mouth is probably going to get me in trouble with the powers that be. And I understand now that that's what I'm here for. So anyway, it is what it is, right? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of I Have Something to Say with your sister, Aja Batia Leisha Reed, and affectionately known by some of you as Waters. I'm here to say something, guys. Shabbat Shalom. My sister and I have another awesome segment waiting for you. So what I need you to do right now is whatever you're doing, wherever you are, stop, drop, and pray. Even if you can't, uh, stop moving your hands or, you know, take your eyes off the road because you may be listening in your car. Mentally, within yourself, speak to Yahuwah and thank him for what you are about to hear right now. Thank him for whatever connection you and I have because he's doing something, family. The one who began a great work in you is faithful to complete it. Okay? So now with no further ado, here's our first praise break. Hallelujah, we pour out our praise unto you today, Abba Yah. The 
Right now, it's time to get my big sis on the line. Yeah, shalom, shalom, shalom. Hallelujah. Is on the line. What up, sissy? Hey, sissy. You ready to get into this Joshua chapter 12, girl? Yes. I. You know, before we get started, I just want to say this. Yes, ma'am. I am so grateful to be on your podcast. To be Our podcast. Home. Yes, our <laughs> podcast. To be on this podcast, to be on this platform, it is truly an honor to stand in the presence of Yahuwah and Hallelujah. to do his will. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. We are both honored and humbled at the same time. And I say it's an honor because he didn't have to call us and choose us to share what we share on this platform, you know? And, and then we are also humbled because we know that we have to watch our walk, watch our words, watch our steps. And the good thing is we know when we slip and if we slip and we fall down in that mud, we can get up, dust off and wash off in the word and keep going because we are covered by the blood of Yahusha. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, so God. I think we lost her. I'm here, sissy. All right. Here we go. Okay, I'm here. I'm sorry. Do you have a copy of uh Yashar chapter 12 available to you right now? Um, I do. I um have it right here, but mine is the um downloaded version on the Bible app. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So you have you have the U version Bible app? Yeah. Good. Um, I would like for you to read it to the people. Read it to the people from the ERV, which is the easy to read version. So we don't have to do so much of a breakdown and an explanation of the names and stuff. It'll be easier for them to understand. Okay, yeah. This is um this is the easy read one. Awesome. Okay. All right, we are going into the book of Yasha, chapter 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I was reading this and I was like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> so, um, chapter 12, verse 1, starting at verse 1. And when the king heard the words of Abram, 
he ordered him to be put into prison. And Abram was 10 days in prison. And at the end of those days, the king ordered that all the kings, princes, and governors of different provinces and the sages should come before him. And they sat before him. And Abram was still in the house of confinement. And the king said to the princes and sages, have you heard what Abram, the son of Terah, has done to his father? Thus has he done to him. And I ordered him to be brought before me, and thus has he spoken. His heart did not misgive him, neither did he stir in my presence. And behold, now he is confined in prison. So I want to stop right there. Okay. Uh, he said that his heart did not misgive him, which is, um, I, I want to understand that, sissy. Okay, so read it right back again, because remember, he was saying his heart was not stirred in my presence. He wasn't stirred in my presence. So he wasn't afraid. He basically, wasn't intimidated. Basically, because you remember, I think it was in verse, I mean, in chapter 10, where it said that he was completely clothed in the Ruach. Yeah. So he had the boldness of Yah all on him. He wasn't scared of no human king. Right, right. Yeah. So come on, let's keep going. All right, verse four. And therefore decide what judgment is due to this man who reviled the king, who spoke and did all the things that you heard. And they all answered the king saying, the man who reviled the king should be hanged upon a tree but having done all the things that he said and having despised our gods he must therefore be burned to death for this is the law in this matter if mm -hmm. it is the king to do this let him order his servants to kindle a fire both night and day in thy brick furnace and then we will cast this man into it and the king did so, and he commanded his servants that they should prepare a fire for three days and three nights in the king's furnace that is in Kasdan. Mm -hmm. And the king. Let me ask you this question. I'm sorry, he says, not mm -hmm. to cut you. Stay right there where you are, though. Okay. Do you remember the very first time um, that you ever heard of anyone at all being put in a furnace in the Bible? Um. The first time was um, the, what they say, the, the three Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. Right? Yes. So do you know how many hundreds of years that this happened with Father Avraham before those two boys were even in existence? So our Father Avraham, whom is the father of our faith, the first man to understand, okay, um, that Yahuwah, he was the first one to understand that Yahuwah alone was one. Okay. And that is why he is the father of our faith. The first one put in the furnace. Come on, sis. All right. And the king ordered them to take Abram from prison and bring him out to be burned. And all the king's servants, princes, lords, governors, and judges, and all the inhabitants of the land, about 900,000 men, stood opposite the furnace to see Abram. 
and all the women and little ones crowded upon the roofs of and towers to see. So the whole the whole hood came out to see our father Avram be burned. Look yes. at that. So keep going. Okay. Uh, okay, and uh, the the lit and little ones crowded upon the roofs and towers to see what was do what was doing with Abram, and mm -hmm. they all stood together at a distance, and there was not a man left that did not come on that day to behold the scene. And when Abram was come, the conjurers of the king and the sages saw Abram, and they cried out to the king, saying, Our sovereign Lord, surely this is the man whom we know to have been the child, at whose birth and great star swallowed the four stars, which we declared to the king now 50 years since. Mm. Wow. That's the one we've been told you was going to come and destroy our Elohim. We've been told you about him like 50 years ago. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. And behold, now his father has also transgressed thy commands and mocked thee by bringing thee another child, which thou didst kill. And when the king heard their words, he was exceedingly wroth, and he ordered terror to be brought before him. And the king said, Hast thou heard what the conjurers have spoken? Now tell me truly, how didst thou? And if thou shalt speak truth, thou shalt be acquitted. And seeing that the king's anger was so much kindled, terror said to the king my lord and king thou hast heard the truth and what the sages have spoken is right and the king said how couldest thou do this thing to transgress my orders and to give me a child that thou didst not beget and to take value for him and Terah answered the king because my tender feelings were excited for my son at that time, and I took a son of my handmaid, and I brought him to the king. And the king said, who advised thee to this? Tell me, do not hide aught from me, and then thou shalt not die. And Terah was greatly terrified in the king's presence, and he said to the king, it, it, it was Haran my eldest son, who advised me to this. Wait, hold and on. I'm sorry. So, he own child now. Yeah. Did he just say it was Haran yes. that told me to do this thing when he was about 32 years old? Yes. Keep going. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. And Haran was, was in those days that Abram was born, two and 30 years old. But Haran did not advise his father to anything. But Terah said this to the king in order to deliver his soul from the king. For he feared greatly. And the king said to Terah, Haran, thy son who advised thee to this shall die through fire with Abram. 
Now, wait, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. But now, this shows us right here, the heart of Tarak. Okay? He had a moment. He had time to just keep it a buck, keep it a hundred, be honest. Okay? Hallelujah. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. And I was saying, you know, it just shows you the wickedness that was in the heart of the people that came from the line of Ham. Right. Okay. This man was ready to give up his innocent son to be burned in the fire to save his own head. This man took somebody else's baby. Cause at first y'all, when y'all were left, you guys were listening on earlier, um, to some of the earlier, um, episodes that we had, that we've done on father abraham the backstory y'all heard me when i even contemplated i said well maybe that seed was um from abraham as uh, abram as well because you know they slept with their maid servants their, their hand servants and stuff back then but anyway it says here that he gave him a son that he didn't even beget so mm -hmm. he gave him somebody else's baby he was a wicked evil man and guys if you follow the lineage of the hamites you see how wicked mm -hmm. and treacherous they were. Remember, the Hamites, uh, they're the progenitor of, of uh, Cush and Misraim, which is Egypt. Okay. Those are some of our greatest enemies, the things that they did to us, okay? Got, you guys don't even know that the pyramids that they used us to build. Do you guys know why this is one of the wonders that has never um, been able to be destroyed by weather or any anything? Because guess what, guys? When they were making these bricks, right? If they didn't make the, a certain amount of bricks in a certain amount of time, any of their babies they were, that were suckling on the mother's breast or little infants, they would take their babies and put them in the space where the bricks should have been. So our babies, Israel... Our babies are the pyramids, okay? So this is how wicked, wicked those people from him were. Continue, sis. Okay. Okay, and Haran at that time felt inclined to follow the ways of Abram, but he kept it within himself. He said what? He kept it where? He kept it within himself. What did Yahushua say? If you deny me in front of people, I will deny you in front of my father. Keep going. Okay. And Haran said in his heart, behold, now the king has seized Abram on account of these things, which Abram did. And it shall come to pass that if Abram prevail over the king, I will follow him. But if the king prevail, I will go after the king. So what, what is he saying in his heart? Whichever Elohim seems to be stronger... That's the one I'm going to follow. So he basically, he wasn't hot for Yahuwah. He wasn't really cold for Yahuwah either. He was just kind of like chilling in the middle, warm, just trying to see. You understand what I'm saying, family? So guys, remember, you can't be to the left. You can't be to the right, right? You have to be focused, straight, narrow. Go ahead, keep going. What happened to him then? Okay, and they brought... I'm sorry, my auntie Bib is high. The grandchildren is in here. Okay. <laughs> okay, and they brought them both. You must read it. I'm, I'm, I'm reading. 
Hold on. I'm sorry, auntie. And they brought them both. Hi, wait, Hi. So can you do me a favor? I'm sorry, family. You guys don't know. This Hi. is my one of my favorite nieces in the world. Hi, Skylar. Do you want to read with us today, Skylar? Mm-hmm. Sissy, can you finger point read with her at Hi. least a couple of sentences, please? Look. Stop blowing spit bubbles. I told you that's not ladylike. <laughs> Look. Come on, Skylar. We need you to read. And they... They brought, brought them, them both, both Abram, Abram and Haran and Haran, his brother, his brother to cast the top, them into, and into the fire. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sky. Guys, we're going for a brief praise break and I'll be right back.
back. Yes, we are back. We hope you guys enjoyed that song. And my sister is going to finish up because she's teaching today. Come on, sis. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. And all the inhabitants of the land and the king's servants and princes and all the women and little ones were there standing that day over them. And the king's servants took Abram and his brother and they stripped them all they stripped them of all their clothes excepting their lower garments which mm-hmm. were upon them and they bound their hands and feet with linen cords mm-hmm. and the servants of the king lifted them up and cast them both into the furnace Ooh, right Right, no, was getting ready to happen, huh? Honey, let's tell him. And the Lord loved Abram and he had compassion over him. Mm-hmm. And the Lord came down and delivered Abram from the fire, and he was not burned. Hallelujah! But all the cords with which they bound him were burned. While Abram remained and walked about in the fire. Mm. Um. So the things that were keeping him bound was destroyed. But while he was still in that fire, he was able to move and operate and walk. Y'all better catch it. Come on, sis. And Haran died when they had cast him into the fire. And he was burned to ashes. Tell the people why Haran died, sissy. For his heart was not perfect with the Lord. And Mm -hmm. those men who cast him into the fire, the flame of the fire spread over them and they were burned. And 12 men of them died. Right. So now I want you to elaborate a little bit, sis, because, you know, there's going to be times when you be doing these segments, Zolo, honey. So explain to the people from the verse where they said, you know, he would see if Avram made it out the fire. Avram's God. Explain to the people why he died and Avram didn't. Come on, sis. Because his heart was his his heart wasn't totally with Yahuwah. There's a word I'm looking uh, for here. Hmm. I have two minds. It seemed like he had two minds, right? Yeah, he was double-minded. There you go. There you go. Family, he died because of his double mindedness, which made him unstable in all of his ways. The Bible tells us you double minded ones think that you would not receive anything from Yahuwah, okay? Because you couldn't make a choice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, let's keep going, sweetie. And Abram walked in the midst of the fire three days and three nights. Mm. <laughs> and all the servants of the king saw him walking in the fire. And they came and told the king, saying, Behold, we have seen Abram walking about in the midst of the fire, and even the lower garments which are upon him are not burned, but the cord with which he was bound is burned. <laughs> mm. And when the king and when the king heard their words, his heart fainted, and he would not believe them. So he 
sent other faithful princes to see this matter, and they went and saw it and told it to the king. And the king rose to go and see it. And he saw Abram walking to and fro in the midst of the fire. Woo! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. What verse, what, verse, what verse you at, sis? What verse you at? 28. Okay, I'm there. I had to get my laptop. You know, I like to follow along with you. All right, come yeah. on now. Come Hallelujah. on. Hallelujah. And he saw Haran's body burned, and the king wondered greatly. And the king ordered Abram to be taken out of the fire, and his servants approached to take him out. And they could not, for the fire was round about, and the flame was sending toward them from the furnace. Mm. <laughs> and the king's servants fled from it, and king and the king rebuked them, saying, "Make haste and bring Abram out of the fire, that you shall not die." Mm. So wait, hold on. Who hold does on. he think he is? You king, all powerful, almighty. You go in the fire and get him. That's what I would have said. That's <laughs> right. That's so right. Come on, sis. What happened then? And the servants of the king again approached to bring Abram out. And the flames came upon them and burned their faces so that eight of them died. Mm. <laughs> and when the king saw that his servants could not... Sissy, I'm sorry to cut you off. But guys, listen. They were, they were adamant about a specific number. First 12 of them died. Right? Then how many more went when the king made them? How many more went? Was it three of them the, the second time? Uh, or yes. did he get all that? All right, and then it was eight of them? And then Let's eight. go back over that verse. Go, rewind a little bit. Go back over the verse when it talks about the first 12 of them dying. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. All right, here we go. And Haran died when they had cast him into the fire, and he was burned to ashes, for his heart was not perfect with the Lord. And those men who cast him into the fire, the flame of the fire spread over them, mm -hmm. and they were burned, and 12 men of them died. Mm -hmm. And Abram walked in the midst of the fire for three days and three nights. And all the mm -hmm. servants of the king saw him walking in the fire. And they came and told the king, saying, Behold, we have seen Abram walking about in the midst of the fire. And even the lower garments which are upon him are not burned. Even but his drawers didn't get burnt, guys. His undergarments were even secured. And, and, and it seems to me, from mm -hmm. what I'm reading... Come on. That anything that was upon Abram, mm -hmm. that Yahuwah covered him <laughs> at the time that Yahuwah covered him, to the time that they bound him with those um, those ropes, mm -hmm. that was saved. Hallelujah. Come on. And that's why he was so bold with it. Right. Come on. First we are now. All right. We are at verse. 27. All right. And they came and told the king, saying, Behold, we have Abram walking about in the midst of the fire, and even the lower garments which are upon him are not burned, but the cord which with which he was bound is burned. 
And when the king heard their words, his heart fainted. And he would not believe them. (laughs) So he was in awe. He was like, oh no, this couldn't be. What? What What are you talking about? He's walking around in the fire. Right. Come on. Come on. Let's give it to him. Come on, sis. Okay. So So he sent other faithful princes to see this matter. And they went and saw it and told it to the king. And the king rose to go and see it. So he was like, I can't believe this. I got to see it myself. For myself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he saw Abram walking to and fro in the midst of the fire. And he saw Haran's body burn. And the king wondered greatly. Mm-hmm. And the king ordered Abram to be taken out up from the fire. And his servants approached to take him out. And they could not. For the fire was round about and the flame ascending toward them from the furnace. Mm-hmm. Verse 30. And the king's servants fled from it. And the king rebuked them saying, make haste and bring Abram out of the fire. Y'all but better hurry and go get Abram out that fire. Get a- Didn't I say go get Abram? <laughs> go get Verse 31. And right, you better, and you better not come out of there without them. Without them, <laughs> come on, girl. I don't need TV. Yeah. I don't. I'm paying for these subscriptions for these providers. I was sharing with our sister Jewel yesterday. I'm so into this. I don't even need TV. Come on, verse thirty-one. And the servants of the king again approached to bring Abram out, and the flames came upon them and burnt their faces, so that eight of them died. First 12 went, then eight went. And guys, I'm going to tell y'all something. Because the Bible numbered them and told them to us by number, it is significant that first 12 went and then eight went. You guys better catch it. Come on, sis. And when the king saw that his servants could not approach the fire, lest they should be burned, the king called to Abram. O servant of the God who is in heaven, go forth from amidst the fire and come hither before me. And Abram hearkened to the voice of the king. And he went forth from the fire and came and stood before the king. Mm, And when Abram came out, the king and all his servants saw Abram coming before the king with his lower garment upon him, for they were not burned, but the cord with which he was bound was burned. And the king said to Abram, how is it that thou was not burned in the fire? Ooh, mm-hmm. you want to know? You want to know. You want to know. And Abram said to the king, the God of heaven and earth in whom I trust, you know what I wish he would have said, though? A part of me wish he would have been like the same Elohim that gave a covering to Adam and Eve that you stole, that gave you the power to do what you do. Mm. Oh, I wish he would have said that. But Avram was so humbled and just so full of the spirit of Yahuwah. He was better than me. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And who has all in his power? He delivered me from the fire into which thou didst cast me. And Haran, the brother of Abram, was burned to ashes. And they sought for his body, and they found it consumed. 
And Haran was 82 years old when he died in the fire of Kesdim. And you see, this is what I love. I love when we get into these books because didn't he say it was 50 something years when, okay, so when yeah. the, when Nimrod's officials, his officers was talking to him, his sages, his seers or whatever, he was telling them, this was the boy that we prophesied about 50 something years ago, right? And then yeah. we see that it, Haran was 32 years old when his fathers lied on him and threw him in the fire, okay? So you guys see how this all comes together? With, with, with times, specific things that you need to know to let you know that this is actual and factual. And right. they took it out of the Bibles. Right. Took it out. Come right. on, sis. Keep going. And the king, princes, and inhabitants of the land, seeing that Abram was delivered from the fire, they came and bowed down to Abram. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Abram said to them, do not bow down to me. Because he was righteous. A righteous person don't want nobody bowing down to them. A righteous person doesn't want another human being serving them in any kind of way. Keep going, sis. But bow down to the God of the world who made you. Right. And serve him and go in his ways, for it is he who delivered me from out of this fire. And it is he who created the souls and spirits of all men. And formed man in his mother's womb and brought him forth into the world. And it is he who will deliver those who trust in him from all pain. Hallelujah. Family, Tahalim. Remember, we read him today. We read this Tahalim today. We were in the Psalms today. Guys, this is why David was able to proclaim such things and know that the statutes and laws and judgments of Yahuwah was right. Guess what, guys? He was going off in the same spirit as our father, Abraham, because best believe, Abraham is Dawid's or David's forefather. Do you see how he was with the Most High? Didn't I just say a second ago, I would have said this and I would have said right. that. Well, guys, right. verse 38, he said this and that. Right. Let's go. Verse right. 39. Verse 39. And this thing seemed very wonderful in the eyes of the king and princes that Abram was saved from the fire and that Haran was burned. And the king gave Abram many presents and he gave him his two head servants from the king's house. Now, this is very intricate, guys. I want you guys to pay attention, okay? The servant that was given to Avram, all right, they was from Nimrod's house. Pay attention. Go ahead, sis. The name of one was Onai, and the name of the other was Eliezer. <laughs> Eliezer. Eliezer. Let's go. And all the kings, princes, and servants gave Abram many gifts of silver and gold and pearl. And the king and his princes sent him away, and he went in peace. And Abram went forth to the king in peace, and many of the king's servants followed him. And what? about 300 men joined him. Wait, what? Yes. Abram had favor with people? Yes. He was he was leaving in peace, huh? Yes. Okay, let's go. Let's keep going. 
And Abram returned on that day and went to his father's house. He and the men that followed him. And Abram served the Lord his God all the days of his life. And he walked in his ways and followed his law. And from that day forward, Abram inclined the hearts of the sons of men to serve the Lord. And at that time, Nahor and Abram took unto themselves wives, the daughters of their brother Haran. The wife of Nahor was Milcah, and the name of Abram's wife was Sarai. And Sarai, wife of Abram, was barren. She had no offspring in those days. And at that, and at the expiration of two years from Abram's going out of the of the fire, that is in the fifty-second year of his life, behold, King Nimrod sat in Babel upon the throne, and the king fell asleep and dreamed that he was with his troops and mm -hmm. in a valley opposite the king's furnace. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right. Sounds, he, like, sounds like he was having a night terror. Come on. Yes. And he lifted up his eyes and saw a man in the likeness of Abram coming forth from the furnace and that he came and stood before the king with his drawn sword and then sprang to the king with his sword when the king fled from the man for he was afraid and while he was running the man threw an egg upon the king's head and the egg became a great river hmm. family listen so uh, guys I want to first of all apologize for my background I live in Highbridge in the Bronx in New York City my neighborhood is predominantly Hispanic and they love to party and guys you know that this is the pagan celebration of the 4th of July coming up okay so they out there turn so I'm sorry if y'all heard the background music but so now I'm just just you know I'm working on my atmosphere so I'm playing some music for us in the background. I'm sorry, sis. I had to. I couldn't. I couldn't take it no more. <laughs> All right. So I kind of lost my place because I was following you here. What verse are we at? Um, we are at verse 46. Okay. I want to say something. Guys, I want you guys to start paying attention now. Y'all know we got a whole lot of holidays, right? And a whole lot of things that's observed and, and, and worshipped. Okay, and you guys are going to start to hear some key things that pop out and I want y'all to pay attention. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to do the breakdown right now. Okay, um, maybe I'll do it later on tonight with you guys, but I want y'all to start paying attention from verse 46 on. You guys are going to hear some things. All right. Come on, sis. All right. Okay. I've up the 46 and he uh -huh. lifted up his eyes and saw a man in the likeness of Abram coming forth from the furnace. And he came and stood before the king with his drawn sword. And then sprang to the king with his sword. When the king fled from the man, for he was afraid. And while he was running, the man threw an egg upon the king's head, and the and the egg became a great river. And the king dreamed that all his troops sank in that river and died. 
And the king took flight with three men who were before him, and he escaped. And the king looked at these men, and they were clothed in princely dresses as the garments of kings. And he had and had the appearance of, and mag, majesty of kings. And while they were running, the river again turned to an egg before the king. And there came forth from the egg a young bird which came before the king and flew at his head and plucked out the king's eyes. Hold on, stop right there. Plucked out the king's eye. How many of you guys um, have seen these um, paintings that depict Nimrod? Does he not have the head of a bird with an eye plucked out? Mm -hmm. And also, you know, every Easter Sunday, the Christian church is so, so um, on point with their Easter egg hunts for their kids. Guys, Nimrod was the father of idolatry, okay? And symbolism, okay? So pay attention. The eggs and the eye plucked out, sounding familiar? Look at the pictures now, okay? Do your own research, family. Go ahead, sissy. And the king was grieved at the sight, and he awoke out of his sleep, and his spirit was agitated, and he felt a great terror. Mm. And you know what I wonder? I wonder if that whole eye of harvesting and all seeing eye thing is connected to Nimrod getting his eye fucked out. I bet you it is. Wow. It, it make, makes a valid point. Wow. I'm going to do some more digging. Y'all know I'm, and once you, y'all know once I'm on something, you know, we're going to find out. But come on, sis. All right. In the morning, the king rose from his couch in fear. And he ordered all the wise men and magicians to come before him when the king re related his dream to them. And a wise servant of the king, whose name was Anukai, mm -hmm. answered the king saying, this is nothing else but the evil of Abram and his seed, which will spring up against my lord and king in the latter days. Now, family, pay attention. We all know that in the last days, right, they say what is evil is good and what is good is evil, right? Look at how, and this was this was our beginning. This was the beginning of our father, Abraham. He was nothing but righteous. Do you not hear how these, these magites or seers or, you know, the sorcerers or whatever that was consulting when Nimrod said that this is the evil that Nimrod, I mean, sorry, that um, Abraham would do? They had the nerve to call his righteousness evil. Pay attention. Come on, sir. Mm -hmm. And behold, the day will come when Abram and his seed and the children of his household will war with my king. And they will smite all the king's hosts. We sure will. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, guys. You better know it. Uh, girl, girl, I got to contain my... Because I, I, I know. Yeah. You better know it. Come on. We're doing, doing it right now with this podcast, putting this in our people's ear gates. Listeners, listen. We fighting right now. We busting them up. Come on, sister. Yes. And I feel good. I feel so good. Awesome. And as to what thou hast said, 
concerning three men which thou didst see like unto thyself and which did escape. This means that only thou wilt escape with three kings from the kings of the earth who will be made with thee in battle. And that which thou sawest of the river, which turned to an egg, as at first, and the young bird plucking out thine eye, this means nothing else but the seed of Abram, which will slay the king in latter days. Woo! I'm on verse 58. <laughs> Let's go. Woo! This is my king's dream, and this is the interpretation, and the dream is true, and the interpretation which thy servant has given thee is right. Now, therefore, my king, surely thou knowest that it is now 52 years since the sages saw this at the birth of Abram. And if my king will suffer Abram to live in the earth, it will be to the injury of my Lord and King for all the days, for all the days that Abram liveth, neither thou nor thy kingdom will be established for this was known formerly at his birth. And why will not my King slay him that his evil may be kept from thee in latter days. And Nimrod hearkened to the voice of Anukai. And he sent some of his servants in secret to go and seize Abram and, and bring before the king to suffer death. Mima's wow. on the podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mima working. Mima, and Mima not even working. Mima's working. working. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we in verse 61 now? 59. And it's here. Abram's serving. Okay. We're we not going to do this. Okay. Y'all know life happens, right? Y'all know these babies, and we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta press through. It's all good. Okay. And Elysier said to Abram, Hasten, rise up and save thy soul, that thou mayest not die through the hands of the king. For thus did he see in a dream concerning thee, and thus did Anukai interpret it. And thus also did Anukai advise the king concerning thee. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Elysia. And Abram hastened and ran for safety to the house of Noah. And now stop right there real quick. I'm sorry. I want to I want to reflect on verse 59 where it says, and Eleazar, Abram's servant, whom the king had given him. So remember, the king had already given him to serve Avram, right? So right. His allegiance and his loyalty at this point was to Avram. So Yahuwah made it so that he would still be there in uh, in Nimrod's presence to give Avram a heads up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit, sissy. Okay. Verse 60. And Eleazar said to Avram, hasten, arise, and save thy soul, that thou mayest not die through the hands of the king. 
For thus did he see in a dream concerning thee, and thus did Anukai interpret, and thus also did Anukai advise the king concerning thee. And Avram hearkened to the voice of Eleazar, and Avram hastened and ran for safety to the house of Noah and his son Shem. So again, he went to his grandfather and his uncle, and he concealed himself there and found a place of safety. And the king's servants came to Avram's house to seek him, but they could not find him. And they searched throughout the country, and he was not to be found. And they went and searched in every direction, northwest, east, and south people, and he was not to be met with. Since you got verse 62. All right. And when the king's servants could not find Abram, they returned to the king. But the king's anger against Abram was stilled. As they did not find find him, and the king drove from his mind this matter concerning Abram. And Abram was concealed in Noah's house for one month. Right. So he, he slept, family. He was sleeping on Avram. They couldn't find him. But he was like, all right, he must be gone. Mm-hmm. Come on, keep going. Okay, until the king had forgotten this matter, but Abram was still afraid of the king. And Terah came to see Abram, his son, secretly in the house of Noah. And Terah was very great in the eyes of the king. So he had power. He had the king's favor. Remember, this was the man that just delivered up babies and innocent people to the king. So you know, he had the king's. He had the king's favor. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. And Abram said to his father, "Do thou not know that the king thinketh to slay me and to annihilate my name from the earth?" By the advice of his, by the advice of his wicked counselors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, whom that hast thou here, and what hast thou in this land? Arise, what you, let us go. What you holding on to, Dad? You don't see that they're ready to kill me? What's so good here for you? Go ahead, sis. Arise, let us go together to the land of Canaan, that we may be delivered from his hand, lest thou perish also through him in the latter days. Do thou not know, or hast thou not heard, that it is not through love that Nimrod giveth thee all this honor, but he's not he's, blessing you because he love you. Right. He's, he's blessing not you because he want to slay you. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and so we have to be careful too, family, because we have these so-called religious leaders, right? And they want to come in and slither in our ear gates with these good words, right? Of blessings and prosperity. But it is not because they love us. It is for their own gain. Pay attention. Go ahead, sis. I mean, hallelujah. <laughs> okay. Um, do thou not know, or hast thou not heard that it is not through? Give me this boy. 
Let me finish for you, sis, because I hear my nephew and my niece in there. They do what they think. Verse 66. Do thou not know, or hast thou not heard, that it is not through love that Nimrod giveth thee all this honor, but it is only for his benefit that he bestoweth all this good upon thee. And if he do not, I'm sorry, and if he do unto thee greater good than this, surely these are only vanities of the world for wealth and riches. Come on now. But wealth and riches cannot avail in the day of the wrath of Yahuwah. Okay? I'm going to keep going because I was going to stop there. But you hear me. Y'all hear me. Understand this. Verse 68. Now, therefore, hearken to my voice. And let us arise and go to the land of Canaan, out of the reach of injury from Nimrod, and serve Yahuwah, who created thee in the earth, and it will be well with thee, and cast away all the vain things which thou pursuest. I'm speaking right now specifically to a person that I love. A person that needs to hearken unto my voice this day. Okay? Now, therefore, if you hearken unto my voice, come out of Babylon and be ye separate. Okay? Verse 69. And Abram ceased to speak. And Noah and his son Shem answered to us, saying, True is the word which Abram hath said unto thee. And Terah hearkened to the voice of Avram. And Terah did all that Avram said. For this was from Yahuwah, that the king should not cause Avram's death. Hallelujah. One of my favorite verses in all 70 verses of Yashar. What is this, 13, sis, or we're in 12? Uh, we're in 12. We're going into 13. Right. So this is 12. And my favorite verse, one of my favorite verses was this one. And I'm going to say it again. Now, therefore, hearken to my voice and let us arise and go to the land of Canaan. Canaan right here, meaning the land of promise. Okay? Okay? So for these people... Now that Yahuwah is going to take out of Babylon, okay, understand that right now Canaan is symbolic for you, okay, out of the reach of injury from Nimrod. That person that serves as Nimrod over your life, that person that validates you to walk the way you walk with the promises of riches and TV shows and everything else. You will be safe from injury from them if you come out of Babylon and be ye separate. Family, thank you so much for listening to another episode of I Have Something to Say in Spirit and Truth with Aja Bati Alicia and Shawnice Daniel. Guys, we are the salt of the earth, making your food yummy and delicious. We love you. Shalom. Shalom. Hallelujah. Read the newspaper today. Babylon has 
Thy judgment, come, yeah, come, yeah, thy judgment. 